Before we get started on today's episode, I would love for you to come over and join our Facebook group. Just search the Nourishing Amy podcast community on Facebook. We are talking about all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. Come over and share your stories, your funny memes, and all of the life things. It also really supports the podcast when you hit subscribe on whatever app it is that you listen on. I'm a totally independent podcast with no support from any big companies. So the only way this podcast can be heard by more people is with your support. Every subscribe helps the podcast to get higher in the charts and every screenshot or share on Instagram helps more people to get involved. I love hearing from you guys. It makes my day. So don't forget to send me a message or a comment, screenshot and tag me in it so I can see it. You will make my week. Hello and welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast, where you can learn tips, habits and mindset changes to find out who you are, to love who you are and to live your best life. Every week, we will look at ways to overcome things like stress, anxiety, and feeling overwhelmed so that you can find your sparkle again. I know you're rolling your eyes already, thinking about the idea of putting something else into your day when you don't have enough time for the things that you want to be doing already. But before you scroll past this episode and before you hit next, I want to grab your attention and I want to give you some really easy tips and habit changes that you can be implementing in your mornings that's not necessarily adding anything else in. It's even taking some things out to make you feel more empowered to be using your time really well and to have the best fucking day ever. So... If having the best day ever, every day, sounds good to you, then keep listening. I used to be like you. I used to think that I didn't have enough time for a morning routine. And you know what? Sometimes I still do. A lot of you guys know that I work in Sydney a few days a week and I live on the Central Coast. So I get up between 5 and 5.30 a.m. most mornings to get to work. And I'll be honest, that leaves me with the thoughts some days that I don't really want to get out of bed. It's coming into winter and it's cold and I kind of do just want to stay in bed for that extra five or 10 minutes and do nothing. But I also know how powerful a morning routine is and how good it makes me feel for the whole rest of the day. And I've also seen the benefits of this in so many of my clients. And before you tell me that you don't have time because you have children, I get it. Most of my clients are parents and these tips are also going to work for you as well. So my first tip is to prep the night before. And the reason being is that I don't know whether you have felt this before, but we have this thing called decision fatigue. And it's when your brain actually gets to the point that it's made so many decisions during the day that it's just like, no, I'm done. I'm not making any more decisions. And uh, I notice it most often when I've had a really busy day or there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going through my mind. And I am like, yep, I want to go and just chill out. I'm going to go stop in at the bottle shop, grab a glass, grab a bottle of wine and just chill. 
I'm just going to relax for the night. And then I get to the bottle shop and it's like I'm looking at all of the wine, but I'm not taking anything in. I'm not reading what they mean. I'm not actually taking on board the information that's in front of me. And I could literally just stand there for five minutes in front of the same section and before I pull myself out of it. And I'm like, okay, come on, let's make a decision. Let's go. Let's go. That is the perfect example of decision fatigue. And it doesn't just have to do with wine, but wine is a good example. So the reason that this happens is because your brain has used so much of its energy during that day making decisions and probably very important decisions. But the way that you can start to stop that from happening so quickly is by making decisions the day before. So what I do to prep is I get my outfit ready. I know what I'm going to wear the next day and I lay it out on my chair in my room. I make my Voss water bottle with my drop of lemon essential oil the night before and I leave it out on my bench. I prep my breakfast and I prep my lunch and I have them both sitting on the same shelf together in the fridge so they're easy to grab out of the fridge in the morning and that's another thing I don't have to think about. The reason that that is so powerful is because then that's three decisions that I could have been standing in front of my wardrobe for a few minutes. Oh, do I want to wear this? Do I want to wear this? What am I going to wear? There's none of that. So I'm instantly more productive from the minute that I get out of bed. The next thing that's really helped me is the five second rule. And I'm surprised because I feel like because I'm already in this space, I should have known this sooner or should have heard about this sooner. But Ryan and Declan have recently got me onto this five second rule. And I think it originates from Mel Robbins. And it's the idea that any decision that you make is made within five seconds. So for me, I count down five, four, three, two, one, and that's it. I'm up. I'm out of bed. And there is no more procrastinating. There's no more sitting, lying there thinking like, it's so nice and warm. I don't want to get out of bed. That's not serving me. I am not being productive in having those thoughts and taking those actions. And I know that I am going to be leading myself to be feeling stressed and anxious and running late, even if I'm enjoying those few extra minutes in bed at that time. So that five second rule has been so powerful in helping me to get out of bed. And it's just that like determination and that time limit of like, all right, my alarm's gone off. I've got five seconds to get out of bed. I know that so many other people use this five second rule throughout their whole day. And I know Declan has explained it to me as um, that he uses it with any decision that he's making. And if it's not a full body hell yes, after that five seconds, then it's a, okay, no, I don't feel like doing that right now, or I'm not going to do that today. And then it's not putting any more thought into that thing. So that could be anything that could be sending an email at work. It could be uh, whether you're going to take the kids down to the park or whatever. And then if you are still procrastinating on that 20 minutes later, you're still using your brain's energy to think about that thing and to be umming and ahhing about whether you do want to do it, you don't want to do it. Just take that five seconds, make that decision. And if you've decided it's a no at that point in time, move on, move on to the next thing and be more productive and present in the next thing that you're doing. Another thing off the back of that that's really helped me in my mornings is to put my phone on the other side of the room. So I have my charger on the other side of the room so that when my alarm goes off, I actually physically have to get out of bed to turn it off. So I'm already out of bed. 
And you guys, I am not a morning person. I would love to say that I am, but I just, I love bed. I love being warm and snuggly and it's just the best. But again, like I said, I know that I'm going to feel stressed and have that feeling of running late literally from the minute that I walk out the door if I'm procrastinating and just lying there no matter how warm I am. So putting my phone on the other side of the room is essentially forcing me to get out of bed. It also is creating a fantastic nighttime routine, which is a whole nother episode that I'm going to do for you because I've done so much research on nighttime routines and how to sleep better because sleep was not something that I was doing very well a little while ago. So I made it my full effort to change that and to really be focusing on my sleep and getting better sleep so that I was feeling better during the days and less brain foggy and all of that kind of stuff. But one of those things that I recognized that I was doing was scrolling through my phone a lot of a nighttime as well. So I'd get into bed and, you know, Aaron goes to sleep a little bit earlier than me sometimes. So I'll just like scroll through and see what everyone else is doing. And whilst that can be great, and I can definitely use the excuse that, oh, but I use my phone for work. I'm not being productive with my time a lot of the time. And I am just passing time when I could already be asleep. So getting off my phone of a nighttime has helped me by getting out of bed earlier, but getting off my phone in the mornings has been insanely useful and beneficial for my morning routine. And the reason that this is going to benefit you is because you are subconsciously telling yourself every time you are scrolling through your phone in the morning, whether that's social media or emails or text messages or missed phone calls that you've had during the night, what you are subconsciously telling yourself in that moment is that you are not your top priority. And if you are starting every single day from the minute that you wake up on your phone, scrolling through, looking at what other people are doing with their lives or giving other people your energy by replying to emails and replying to text messages and making phone calls, you are already telling yourself that these people's wants and needs and lives are more important than your own. And that cannot be true, you guys. You cannot tell me that it is beneficial for you to be scrolling through and looking at what everybody else is doing with their life. So start to question what do you want to do with your day? How are you going to be more productive that day? And what are the actions you are going to be taking? Because you have the whole rest of the day to be scrolling social media and checking what everyone else is doing. You have your morning to be productive with you and to give yourself a few minutes in the morning. So get off your phone, stop scrolling social media. And this tip comes from the seven habits of highly effective people. And a lot of the top 3% of people in the world that make the most money in the world utilize this tip because they know that by putting their needs first, they are prioritizing themselves and they are getting the shit done that they want to do. My next tip is to be really present in whatever you do. So whether that's having a shower, making breakfast, driving to work, like all of that stuff, whatever it is, like getting the kids out of bed, be present with it. Because how often are you just getting up out of bed and you're making your breakfast or you're having a shower and you've already got that to-do list happening in your head? You're already starting to think about all of the things that you've got to do for the day, what you're going to be cooking for dinner, what you need to stop in and get at the shops, all of that stuff. You could be 
having 30 seconds of self-care time in the shower and be putting putting a drop of essential oil on your face washer and letting that steam up and diffuse in your shower with you or putting a drop of essential oil on the shower floor. Or you could be putting on your favorite song and dancing for 30 seconds or two minutes, like whatever. And you could be starting your day by energizing yourself and your body. I've only just started dancing and I will admit that I felt fucking ridiculous when I first did it. But Nikki, my coach, uh, she dances nearly every day on her Instagram. And uh, Nikki and Liz talk a lot about the idea of dancing being a way to drop into your feminine energy. And so this is not just for the women. Feminine and masculine energy is something that all males and females have, and it has nothing to do with gender. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on this, but I'm going to research a little more myself because it's something that I've started to become more and more interested in, in the last few months, but I want to be able to articulate it really well for you guys. So the feminine energy is really that like flow state of feeling really good and playful and fun and feeling that energy move around your body um, in a really high vibe way. And who doesn't want to start their day high vibing? So dancing or listening to music, singing, all of that stuff that you can be doing to raise your vibration is moving that energy around your body and getting you to be present and really in the moment. So whether that's like turning your favorite music on when you get in the shower and like having a little boogie in the shower for 30 seconds while you're washing your body, you can be present and do self-care whilst also doing the things that you need to do. I know that we all are busy. We all feel like we don't have time. So how can you fit these things into your morning? Not by making them feel like, oh, it's just one extra thing that I have to do. Because at the end of the day, that is why you are rolling your eyes at the idea of having a morning routine. Because you already feel like you don't have enough time. You already feel like you're busy. So how can you amplify the things that you are already doing anyway? You're already having a shower. You're probably already making breakfast. You're probably already driving somewhere or getting the kids up out of bed or taking the kids to school. How can you amplify those things to make them something that you want to be doing? Another thing that I really love to do every day and have noticed such a huge difference in my mindset throughout the whole rest of the day is creating a to-do list. And I actually had an old friend of mine say to me one day, oh, well, that's nice for you that you've got enough time to sit and think about a to-do list for yourself in the morning. You guys, I choose to give myself that time. I could very easily say that I don't have time. I'm working upwards of 60 hours a week. Yes, I don't have children. And that can be something that a lot of people look at and think, oh, she doesn't have kids. She doesn't understand. The way that I choose to prioritize my time is specific so that I can be getting the absolute most out of my days with the little time that I have for myself. So before you start judging and looking at other people's lives and commenting on the things that you think that they do or don't have time for and comparing that to the time that you also feel like you don't have, use your energy and judgments better by being productive in your own days and worrying about what you're doing with your time and how you are spending your time. For me, creating that to-do list has been so beneficial because 
I am one of those people that can get really stuck in my head and I find I'm not present in the things that I'm doing if I haven't written my to-do list out because I get so stuck in like, oh, I have to do this next and then this and then this and I'm cooking this for dinner and I've got to stop at the shops and do this and I haven't exercised for the day yet. All of these things, it's so exhausting, you guys. I know you can feel me with this. It's so exhausting having all of these thoughts about what you have to do and what you need to get done for the rest of the day. So write them down because instantly what that is doing is getting it out of your head and onto the paper and it calms your mind because your brain knows you are not going to forget about those things once you've written them down. And it gives you more space and clarity to be more present and actually productive when you're doing those things. By writing those things down and being more calm and present, you are getting those things done quicker throughout the day because you're present with them rather than doing them, but still thinking about getting stuck in that thought process and that snowballing thought process of like, oh, I've got to do this and this and this next. So creating a to-do list for yourself in the mornings, even if it's only got five things on it, it's getting those five things out of your head and onto that paper. And one of the biggest things that has been so beneficial for me is to actually think about what feels good for me. What does my morning routine look like for me? What is my ideal morning routine? Not what is everybody else doing, not what's my best friend doing or this person that I follow on Instagram and, oh, well, now I feel like I need to go and sit down and do yoga or meditate or breathing for, you know, half an hour. I I, I don't have, I don't choose to prioritize my time like that. Yeah, for to a certain extent, I don't have time to do that most of my days. What feels good for you? For me, I know that nourishing my body with water after I haven't drunk water for a long period of time while I've been asleep is beneficial. And an important side note from that, room temperature water or a warm uh, drink of herbal tea is really beneficial to get your digestive system firing in the morning before you have anything cold, like a cold smoothie or um, like a cold nourish bowl or acai bowl, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I can do another episode on digestive functions in another episode. Um, So having my water, using my essential oils really productively and knowing that I'm using them for a certain reason. So I'll use my citrus ones to um, like pump up my energy or my peppermint one when I am feeling like I need that breath of fresh air in my morning. Um, I do meditate, but I also recognize that I do not feel productive And I do still feel rushed if I meditate in the morning as soon as I get out of bed before I've left the house because I know that by giving myself that extra 10 minutes first thing in the morning, I'm going to get a little bit more traffic. I'm going to get to work a little bit later. So what I actually do is I leave my meditation for once I've gotten to work, either when I've pulled into the car park and I'll just sit in my car and meditate for a few minutes before I go into work, or I wait till I get to my desk and just sit with my headphones in and meditate before I start my day. And the reason that that's beneficial for me is because I recognize that it's an activity that I want to spend my time doing, but I also realize that I don't want to feel stressed or like I'm running late. So make it work for you and do whatever feels good for you. If feeling good for you means getting dressed and doing your makeup really well and looking, feeling really good within yourself by looking good, then do that. But be present with that. 
a really cool swap that I had was swapping listening to the radio for listening to one of my favorite podcasts or one of my favorite music playlists. And the reason that I find that really empowering is because music creates an energy within your body and you can dance, you can sing, it can really pump you up, it can calm you down, like whatever you want to be feeling. And a podcast is useful because it's feeding my brain with useful information rather than just listening to like the ads on the radio and all of that kind of stuff and consuming. So what feels good for you? Just have a think about that because it's not very often that we actually think about what feels good for us. We just look at what feels good for other people and try to incorporate that. And that's never going to feel good for you. That's never going to be something that you really want to do and are inspired to do if you're living your life consistently doing things that other people are doing because you think that's what you should be doing. So feel into it with what feels good for you and what you feel like you can fit into your mornings. The next thing is to call yourself out on your excuses. And this has been so huge for me because I will admit that I am the first one to buy into my own excuses. And most of the time in the morning, it's that I don't have time. I don't have time to do that. I'm in a rush. I've got to get to work. I need to get a car park, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I know people with children, like I, I can't prioritize myself in the morning because I've got stuff I need to do for the kids or I need to get them ready for school and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And whilst, yes, those things are true and there are things that need to get done in the mornings, whether you have children or not, is there other people in the world that are doing what you do plus more? Because if there is, then it's not about how you're using your time. It's about how you're prioritizing your time. It's about the language that you're using and you're buying into the belief that you don't have time to do these things. And what you're actually saying is that they're not important to you. It's not important to you to have a productive morning, to be raising your vibration and your energy levels to a point that you're feeling really fucking good for the rest of the day. The reason that you have not achieved the things that you want to in your life is because you are not committed and you are giving into your excuses. So this goes for your morning routine, your nighttime routine, your goals, your actions. What excuses are you believing that is causing you to not live the life that you want to live? You have the power to create the life that you want to live. You are the only one that is holding yourself back by buying into those excuses. I don't have time. I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough things. I'm not prepared enough. Like whatever, you are over prioritizing meaningless things like social media, like text messages, like emails. You are prioritizing these meaningless things over your well-being, your mental state, and you are creating a mental state for yourself that you do not want to be feeling, but you are also then not actively doing anything to change it. So bringing things into the routines that you already have, the things that you already do, is going to make it so much easier for you. Rather than looking at it that as like, oh, that's one more thing that I have to do in the morning. No, fuck that. That's not empowering for me either when I say it like that. But what am I already doing? I'm already driving to work. So how can I amp up my drive to work? 
How can I add in something in my drive to work that I want to be doing that I know makes me feel good? Instead of driving to work and thinking the whole way I'm there, I'm in my car. Oh, like I really don't want to go to work today or I hate this song. Oh my God, I've heard this ad five times already today on the radio. Like no one's going to feel good having those thoughts. How can you amplify the things that you already do? How can you make them more fun? Dance with your kids. Dance while you're cooking breakfast. Sing to your favorite song. Feel silly. Get into that flow state and feel a bit ridiculous because I felt ridiculous when I was first dancing the other week. And now I'm like, I don't care how stupid I feel because I know how good I feel afterwards. And it's the same with all of these things. Getting up within five seconds, getting off your phone in the morning, being present with what you're doing, prepping your stuff the night before, four really simple, easy things that you can be doing that are going to make you feel good. If you know there's things that you could be doing that you want to be doing already that you're not, why aren't you doing them already? And rather than feeling like, okay, I'm going to bite off more that I can chew and just add in all of these things and overwhelm yourself with it. Just stop and add one thing in at a time or create them as layers. Change one thing tomorrow morning. Send me a message and let me know what is the one thing that you are going to be changing in your morning routine starting from tomorrow. What are you going to be doing? Do you have a playlist that you want to start listening to? Is there a different podcast you want to listen to? Do you want to be prepping your stuff the night before so that that's one less thing for you to be thinking about the next morning? Do you want to be incorporating essential oils or singing into your mornings? Like, What are the things that are going to make you feel good? Is creating a to-do list something that you think will be useful for you to get your thoughts out of your mind and to calm down that racing brain that you have? What can you start to prioritize to change that subconscious level from I am not a priority, I am not important enough, everybody else's needs are more important than mine, to I am my priority and just because I'm doing these other things for other people and thinking about other people's needs, I am also at the top of my game and willing to make myself feel good in the morning but for the rest of my day. Like how cool that you have the power to do that. So I am going to leave you with these thoughts and I would love for you to let me know what your morning routines are, whether you have any morning routines, what are the things that you love to do? And most importantly, what are the things that you are going to start to change up? So shoot me a message, get in contact with me on Facebook, whatever you would like to do. I would love to hear what you think about the idea of a morning routine. Wait a minute. Before you go, I have one more thing to add in. I've literally just opened my emails for the day. And so funny, I have an email from Liz from BU Coaching. She is so beautiful and she is the amazing wizard behind all of our active journaling emails that go out. And (laughs) her active journaling email today is about morning routines and the key to starting your day off right. I literally just laughed out loud because we even have the same description. Um, So Liz, I love you. We're so synced up. But I did just want to add in really quickly about active journaling. I love active journaling because it's a really quick and easy way 
most importantly, quick, because you guys know I'm all about being time poor and adding in things that are going to be easy and quick for me to do. And the reason that I love the active journaling questions is that they're simple, they're to the point, and they just help me to get a lot more clarity and understanding around why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling about certain things or topics or subjects, events, scenarios, all of that kind of stuff. So Liz's active journaling is today about why morning routines are really beneficial for you and the good things that it can bring into your life. And then she's also going to have another one about actually implementing and creating an effective morning routine. So if you would like to know more about active journaling, or even if you would just like to have a look at her active journaling questions on morning routines, feel free to hop on over to the BU Coaching website. I will leave the link in the show notes so that you can click through and you can also have a look at the blog. You can even sign up to the active journaling emails if you would like to. Don't worry, there's not too many. I'm all about the no spam in the inbox. So I find the active journaling emails really useful and just really great to get me thinking and to understand myself a little bit better. Okay, that's all for now. Bye. If you liked this episode, I would love to hear from you in our Facebook group. You can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join us. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. You guys can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. I would also love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to this episode. I hope that you've got something from it and I really love to hear from you. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can shoot me a message over on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at amy underscore Rankin. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions or comments that you have. It really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review. I'm just a little independent podcaster and it really helps my episodes to be seen and listened to by more people. So go ahead and hit subscribe on whatever app it is that you listen on. Thank you so much, you guys. I hope you have the best day ever.